Okay. Uh-huh. I'm just like an oven. I need some loving. So, welcome back to... Well, Marvin Gaye on that. To the F'd Up Life. F'd Up Life, Faith, Family, Fitness. All in a fixer-upper. All in the fixer-upper. So, we're in the middle of our sex series. We're trying to whip out sex some... Sex and security. Episode three is where we're at. Trying to whip out some uh, sexual loving songs. Right. Um, There's actually quite a few. You just got to pick them out appropriately. Do you, do you have a playlist? <laughs> Because I haven't heard it. <laughs> I do not. He hasn't whipped that out on me. That's so okay. On <laughs> our sex date night, we'll whip it out on you. If you guys checked out last podcast, you need to do that. Incorporate that. So okay. we got a little flicker right there. Okay. Hopefully hopefully the power don't go out on us yeah, here. Yeah, we got so. some storms brewing. Storms brewing in the bluegrass. So, so what's yeah. our topic? So, okay, if you're not familiar. Yeah, um, fill them in. Uh Christo's out of topic, and as his wife, I give my two-minute perspective on that, and then uninterrupted, and then I allow. Key. Yeah, and he always, if you notice, how he always key. makes me go first. I think yes. I'm, I think on the next one we're gonna sw- flip that. Oh, you wanna flip it around? I think on the next. Okay, one. we anyway, can do that because for the first three, I've just been going first. So then I have to let him speak for two minutes, but obviously I've get it, given him some leads. And some things to discuss. Correct. So, yeah, we can flip um, it around next time. And then we open it up for a mutual discussion and kind of go from there. Correct. And I think that's where this podcast is a little different, guys. We try to help the uninterrupted analysis based on what Cindy feels and then what I feel. So, yeah. I think it's I think it gives a good, so a, good the, a good perspective. What's the topic? I got to use my watch. For yep. So, number. today... So today we are we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit, but we're gonna get into expectations again, but versus worldly expectations, we're gonna actually get into the unrealistic expectations, and that is basically referring to the Sex. the unrealistic expectations within your marriage, within your marriage, and what you think coming into so it versus what we see here, whatever. There's unrealistic expectations based on various various things, various you know the way you see things, so. Ready? That makes sense. All right. Roll it. Start it. So I've got my timer going. So what's interesting about this is I kind of thought worldly expectations was kind of the same as unrealistic expectations. But as I have discussed with my oldest son, who has listened to the first um, podcast, and he is married. He Number one, he called out his dad on his old school movies and then said that we needed to look at, like for him, it was a movie, um, I guess on Netflix, called 365, 365. And he was like, you know, here they are, they're on a yacht, and they're like having sex for like two straight days. He's like, Dad, like there's no way I could do that. Um, so it's like, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's that's a good point. So unrealistic expectations in a marriage. I think for me and and honestly myself, I – did have expectations of my husband being more romantic and planning things that that made me feel sensual and putting forth effort in that. Um, I don't know if it came from movies or just my own expectations, but that was null and voided in our in our marriage a little bit. And so, you know, I had I could do one of two things. As females, you know, we walk we come into this with unrealistic expectations. We see, you know, I. I you can either, you know, get bitter or just grow with it. And, you know, we've just kind of grown with it in our marriage. I'm not going to, you know, be upset that he doesn't meet my expectations. Um, but I will say that I do try to talk to my children about things like that. I, 
Um, I think even on the last podcast I said if, you know, you've got to, I think, being satisfied every single time that you have a sexual encounter is an unrealistic expectation for a female primarily. Um, And I think that um, having this obsessive romance every time you go to have a sexual encounter is an unrealistic expectation. I think sometimes, you know, it, there, it is, everything is centered around unrealistic expectations. Like, um, we talked about when we don't have kids at home, how it's, you know, you're expected to have like sex and it's like expectations that woohoo, we've got this great romantic night because the kids are gone and that's not necessarily how it rolls. Your turn. Oh, okay. Did you go past two minutes? You did. I did just a little bit. Yeah, you did. 10 seconds. Okay. All right. So we're going to, let's, let's get in here. So with, do you want me to add those 10 seconds? Yes, I do. Give me that 10. You better count that down, girl. Count that down. So when it comes to unrealistic expectations, especially in a marriage, and we're talking about a covenant relationship. So we base that, I base that on a biblical principle. So with that, I think unrealistic expectations, especially when it comes from a man's perspective, is sometimes the this having sex often, like doing it frequently, doing it all the time, whatever the case. And I I premise that based on the fact that even talking to my oldest son, and you know some of the movies, current movies that are out there, uh, we'll go back to this three sixty five movie, which I did watch. But you know you're spending days on the yacht and you're rocking it. Two days, okay, well, days, two days, whatever. Sydney's holding up a two. But, like, with that, I mean, come on, man. You're rocking, you know, you're rocking each other, like, 30 times. Come on. That's not realistic. That's not, that's no way. So, that, for me, is kind of an unrealistic expectation in marriage. That is more of kind of your, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you even call that, like, this uh, mystical dream or whatever. It's just a dream. So, with that, and Cindy and I have even talked about sometimes, like, if there's this expectation of, like, are you supposed to have sex every day? I mean, come on. So, and I even ask her, which I'd like to get into this, especially with our audience, when it comes to actual sex in your marriage, what percentage of that takes up your marriage? So, our percentages don't agree. So, I would really like to hear that because I think uh, when it comes to this unrealistic, then there's also, you know, and I would kind of like to get into this romantic, you know, the romantic, the, this kind of, idea of romanticism and what that kind of leads to, which, um, yeah, kind of, kind of, I think that kind of goes into your love languages, whatever the case, but unrealistic expectations can come in all different kinds of flavors and moods and whatever you want. So, but I think for me, sometimes that unrealistic, that unrealistic thought process, especially with men is there needs to be sex and needs to be frequent. Um, you know, and it needs to be, you know, I would say this again, you know, to kind of, icing on the top here needs to be often. So that's kind of my, okay, my two minutes is up. So that's where that kind of comes into what is kind of unrealistic to me. All right, here we go. If that makes sense. Here we go then. If we're going to go there, let's go there. So why don't we talk about realistic expectations? Because I believe with females, with females, the realistic expectation is the husband should try. I mean, I mean, if you just want the woman to like lay there and you never put forth effort, is that what you mean? Because I believe this this romanticism is important. I pray that someone treats my daughter that way. I pray that that that, that a man puts effort. Okay, but listen. Okay, but listen though. Listen. 
So here's what I'm thinking. So especially when you say romanticism, especially when it comes to being realistic versus unrealistic, should should a guy on my end? Yeah, sure it does, baby. But listen to me. So with that, there's also this, like I continuously, continuously, I am touching you, loving you, telling you how beautiful you are, whatever the case. Now, okay, let, let me finish. I'm not done with that part. So with that. Does that mean that I'm not romanticizing you because yes. I don't go out and buy you presents? A present is, is has nothing to do with planning a special evening. But that's your a planning has nothing. But sometimes, but sometimes we have we so have special we have so special evenings. That if, we, if you we plan if that together, everyone, if we just want to, if we want Chris to feel good and just call him planning a special evening, my love language, we can go ahead and cut that out. We can go ahead and cut that out. If we just need to make Chris feel better and say, you know what, my love language is you just planning something special. Oops, shame on me. You don't need to go there. Now let's oh, move forward. Well, now not, let's move forward. Yeah, that's not fair. It is. That's it, not fair. That's sh- not fair. You shouldn't have said that then. No, that's not fair because what Here I'm saying is the realistic is expectation. Because there's because what happens is now should should there no be no one needs you to explain yourself. Here's the realistic expectation. Oh, no, there's there's always explanation. There's always perspective or excuse. You pick. Okay, I think you're throwing jabs here a little bit, but that's okay. I agree so, with you on one angle. Let me let me say that. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah, a I, female needs to feel desired. My husband is very good at making so, me feel loved and wanted, and I think that's a realistic expectation of a husband. Is that romantic? No. Oh, come on. Th- that's that, being romantic, that, yeah. <laughs> really? No, you grab you my so? butt in the middle of the gym is romantic? No, that no, that's just no, making me feel. Not. That's just making me oh, feel come desired. On. You need You're to making, understand. No, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm not referring to grabbing your butt in the middle of the gym. You said that's affection. That's grabbing me. That's giving me a hug. No, that's no. that. Yes, that is touching and loving you. So but I'm I, talking about romanticizing, as in, hey. No, no, romanticizing. You are extremely is, gorgeous. You are extremely beautiful. No, Chris, romanticizing is when you have planned a night. You have. Bought fake flowers from the Walmart, from the store, and threw some rose petals on the. Like you actually put forth a little more than five minutes worth of effort. That's romanticizing, and every female deserves that in a marriage. Period. Now, whether or not you've fallen short of that, we need all of our listeners to understand that every single female out there, because we've got sons and daughters, deserves that. And maybe it's extremely hard for you to do that, but that doesn't mean it's an excuse. Now, one thing my husband is really good at is letting me know that he is attracted to me, and he hugs me, and he kisses me, and he says amazing things to me, and that is the that is not the same thing as romanticizing, especially when it comes to sex. Okay, that is not the same. Okay, thing. well, I would think, I would think in in a sense it is, but it's not. Now, as far as planning like a particular date night or whatever just do something or something at home or whatever the case but i yes now have i failed in that aspect yes i have but you're good in another area but this is about couples looking at themselves and trying to do things a little bit better like expectations like chris said for men realistic often yeah chris said that is often so to be honest through my late 20s and 30s was not often I was busy, I was kids, I was preoccupied. But knowing that that is something that, especially as we worked in our marriage, that's something that I have really changed. That is something that I have really changed since then. And you know that. So it's like... Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not. And I think... And I enjoy that as well. But what I'm saying is there, 
there is effort on both parties, and that is what I feel like gets missed sometimes. I think so. I think, woo-wee, that's, that's gets kind of touchy, baby. It does. It gets kind of touchy because, well, and it does. It's I mean, sex. We're talking about sex. Well, you're, you're talking about being intimate in sex, but there's this romanticism that leads, that leads up to that. No, I'm not talking right? every time. I'm just saying, how many times does a female either plan it or just pretty much participate in it? That's pretty much it. We yeah, either that's plan a good, it or I mean, we that's a good percentage. Well, so, and it goes back to my original thought then. So when it comes in, to, when it comes to your marriage, and I, I would really encourage if you're listening to this that you look at each other, give each other a percentage because I'd like to know. Like in a marriage, what percentage of your marriage is actually Having sex, because that, that, that's all you meant. You didn't meet anything leaning up to it. You didn't no. meet anything. No, I'm just talking about just having in, intercourse, period. You mean It's very many? little. Like, sex sex in a marriage, the percentage to me is very little. But it's very important. I didn't say it wasn't. I didn't say it wasn't important. Maybe money, obviously our first podcast is on money. It's either money or sex. That's typically yeah. all the problems and issues. It, it can wind down to one of those two more likely. And And religion. Religion, well, religion's a distant Belief. third, yeah. but still, if you, if you got a lot of money and you got good sex, you can deal with religion. <laughs> that's sad. I don't think that's real religion. I did, so. Well, I, I didn't say it was. I'm just saying there's things you can deal with. So, like, that percentage, and maybe for me that percentage is low. Like, it's just very low because I just don't think the amount of time that we have sex as a percentage base in our marriage, I just don't think that's very high. Not good or bad. I'm not saying it's good or bad. No, and I can go back to expectations here. I remember when we were trying for our third child. Of everything we're doing, like sexual intercourse, the percentage of time that we spend in our marriage doing that is very little. Yeah, it goes back to... That's kind of common knowledge, sort of like... Yeah, you have 24 hours in a day. How many many hours have you been having sex? Okay, well, how many minutes do you spend having sex, basically? Yeah, so when we were trying to have our third child, um, you know, we we were trying to get pregnant... And I remember it was Easter, and we were sitting at my family's dinner on my mom's side. And people were asking, you know, are you going to have another? And we're like, I said, yeah, actually, we're trying. And in front of all of my aunts and my mother and, you know, everybody else sitting around, my husband goes, we're not trying. I was so embarrassed. Okay. I literally if looked at trying, time out. Time out. Like I literally four looked times at, a day. Come yeah, on. I literally looked at him from across the table and said, when you're trying, it just means you're not preventing anything from happening. You're not going at it like rabbits 24 hours a day. And he looked to the left and looked to the right and goes, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Wow. I'm thinking we're trying to have a baby. Hey. We're going to have a baby 24-7. Yes. There's only so many, t- there's only so many times you're ovulating. I, I agree, I, which I realize that. Now. So I do remember saying that, and that was it was embarrassing. Yeah, that was foolish. And it was in the middle of a holiday gathering. So, but it just dinner. shows you how much I desired you. It shows right? you the expectations of what my I husband was roman- thought. I was romanticizing to- you. He was, and see, that goes back to I guess uh, vocabulary and definitions, and maybe we should Ugh, do that. Everybody with their definitions, man. Ugh. But that goes back to expectations. My husband's expectation of having a child was having sex. Four times a day. Yeah, until you got pregnant. Until I got pregnant. Which is unrealistic. And I am surprised he doesn't want to try to have a baby now. No, we can't. Oh, no. No <laughs> babies for us. Those The baby the baby times are over. Baby times are over. I think it's just a, I think it is really a prominent, I think it's really a prominent thought 
is in your relationship when it comes to the sexual activity. What's the percentage on that? And then that percentage, what, what's the, the realistic. Point? I want to know what the point of the percentages are. Because, because, because there's just so much, I think, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, right? And I am a very touchy-feely sexual person. You know that. Come on, girl. You know that. Like, I'm just like my father. He's not my romantic. He's just touchy-feely. I can be romantic. I'm going to... Tell the audience I'm, I can be romantic, please. No. Oh, my gosh. You know, audience, we've, we've got... We're going to have a whole podcast. We're going to have a whole podcast on being romantic. Six more months in the year. So, we'll oh see. Gosh. We'll We're going see. on 30 years of marriage, boo. Well, you Not know, one time I've been romantic with you. Do you really want to discuss Not it? Once. Okay, tell me. I'm going to let him tell me. Okay, I've set up multiple date nights. I've given you multiple I, surprise I, I, gifts. I want to know. I want to know. I just said. I, no, I, I need specifics. Because I don't, okay. I, I mean, Girl, honestly. I've, I've gone to sleep between now and then. I don't remember specifics. Yes, because he hasn't I don't, had them. I don't remember specifics like he has not a year ago, a two years ago, five years ago. All. I will tell you, he has, he just planned Well, one it's recently. in the books. He just it's planned in one the books. recently, and I was very impressed that he did that. But this is one of literally probably all that I can count on my hand. And that, that's, that's, and I mean, you just need to own that. You, you know, as much as he doesn't want to, which is super sweet, he doesn't want to be that guy, he is that guy. In order to not be that guy, you got to be like, you know what? I'm going to do better because that's true, Cindy. Okay, that's fine. You're, we'll just have to put it in the books, baby. We can we can we'll get a date write journal. It, schedule let's, it. Let's get a date journal. Like when no, you, when you I'll check schedule it, it. When you check out a book and you have the date that and then the initials by yeah, it. Yeah, we got to let's come on, do we don't that remember for that our stuff. date night. Let's get a let's get an initial book started. There's a I mean, come on. Especially no, guys listening. No, Sometimes I mean, you don't you don't remember what ex, happened yesterday. You don't my, remember what was said yesterday. My ex but no less what I've done for you over this. Come on. I, I'm just saying this has been really good. This has been like my expectations for you are to get a little more romantic. You've got the time. Yeah. And I, I accept that. So I accept that as men should. And I think a good example of that, if you have a daughter, I think that is a good eye opening. You want someone to court your daughter and romanticize her. I get that. It does help that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That does help. Now, does that still kind of hurt in our relationship? Of course it does. Because it's hurt like, who? oh, my gosh. Hurt you? Yeah. See, that goes back to our last podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, he didn't, what was it? You don't want to force it, but really you just don't want to be rejected. Why is it always about you? I think men are way more sensitive than women, and they just have this hard shell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't. Are men more sensitive than women? I don't think so. Maybe. Just as. Maybe not, maybe sensitive is not the word. Maybe it's more like insecurity. Like maybe there's a little bit more insecurities in certain areas. Maybe it, maybe you may define that by an area or like a topic or a subject or whatever. Maybe sex is very insecure. It's very, it's very vulnerable. It's a vulnerable topic. I mean, it's vulnerable with Chris and I. And I mean, literally yeah. we consider ourselves very open, more open. We embarrass people when we're out with them, with our discussions. And well, so and we're super affectionate in public as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, and I'm being, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not realistic. talking like crazy PDA. Yeah. Like we were at the zoo the other I'm day, being realistic. and there was a gross little PDA going on. You know, it was a. Oh, oh, I, I mean, I consider us an older couple. It was another older couple, and she grabs his face and just starts Frenching him, like oh, right there, like before she's Frenching him before she even touches his lips. <laughs> I mean, it was a little like, oh, oh snap. and so then, okay. you know, you, you've got my daughter-in-law. It's like, did you see that? And I'm oh, like, wow. oh, my oh, gosh, okay. I did. And then you got Jazz go, did you see that? Wow. So, yeah. 
So, I mean, wow, we're, okay. we're PDA. I did not say that, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're a lot of PDA, but we are, we're what? We're, we're like, like proper. Like there's a. G. We're like, we could have PDA in front of your eight-year-old. Yes. Maybe not your five-year-old, but, but definitely your, your yeah. eight-year-old. Well, because it'd be sweet. So, when that's a. He, I grabs, mean, he grabs my butt sweetly. Yeah, just give a little squeeze, 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 squeeze. So that's a, I don't know, next. like there's just a, you know, we'll wrap it up here in a second, but I think it just, when it comes to unrealistic expectations in your marriage, I think that is a real emotion. Uh, you know, if you're emotion, dating, I think if that's your a real children emotion. are dating, if your children are dating, send this podcast to them. Let them, if, I mean, I know that probably sounds awkward, but they probably should uh, learn think, how to have these conversations. I think so. Like expectation, do you expect me to be loud? Do you expect me to be aggressive? Right. Do you expect me to have an orgasm every single time? Yeah. Do you know, do, See, I, do I expect you to do foreplay every single time? Do I expect you, to, like, I mean, honestly. Yeah. These, that's are, a, these are great v- questions. Valid questions, yes. So, I think, yeah. See, and that's, woo See, that gets real vulnerable. Like, it that does. gets very, like, you're opening up parts that like you don't even in a, discuss. oh my gosh, dude! Even in a marriage, that's it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. It can be. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need. It doesn't to need be. to be. You can be. But open. honestly, look, if whatever area is kept secret, then you have an opportunity for somebody else to work in there, or for something to tear your marriage apart. I think so. And then we'll here's here's where we end this, guys. Especially, and we're talking about unrealistic expectations in your marriage, especially. And I think Cindy alluded to this, and we need to always bring this back to a biblical standard. And here's here's my point. With that, if you have something that's hidden yep. or you hide that or you have this secret thought, ooh-wee, uh, come on. So we'll even go there, even like a secret thought or something or that you're unwilling experience, to like share 100%. or experience. Because you, you have to realize that that will come to light at some point. Yeah, and even if you hold that in the darkness, it will fester. Yeah, and, and that will allow what? Uh, well, here's what that I'm going to say. Allow, uh, we have had friends that have had things, um, sexual experiences prior to marriage that has altered their thought process yes. and altered things. And they have kept it a secret like multiple years through the marriage. And it's ended up breaking. It makes, it makes sex in their marriage unrealistic unrealistic or it breaks it it's a broken there's something broken look anything like Mm, that this is your life partner this is the person that you're with forever if things have happened to you in the past or if you've experienced things in the past or if you've been violated in the past Mm. it's so important to discuss it before yes before like as soon as possible keep that in the open because i mean it it goes back to you know we i've had friends that There's a reason. There's a reason you shed light on things. Yes, because whether it is light, light opens up. Yeah, it brings the truth to the table. Yeah, because if not, then there's either trauma in it or there's messed thought processes up. For sure. Anyway, for sure. So yeah. So discussion, discussion, discussion. Yeah, guys. So thanks, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll get to our questions here, but check us out ftuplife.com. Check us out, guys. Follow us, subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Subscribe. Find us on social media. Find us on. Uh, I mean, we're really, Facebook, we are really have, we our intention from the bottom of our heart is to grow, is to grow and uh, to influence couples to be better at marriage. At marriage, right? Better That's our marriage. mission. That's our mission statement. 
So I have four questions from this game. Oh, let's what, get deeper. What happened to the three? Well, there was a there was deuces on the last one, and oh. I just thought they were good. Okay. So I'm not waiting. All right, so let's the roll. first one is is just the icebreaker question, Chris. Describe your ideal breakfast. Oh wow, uh, my ideal breakfast. I think it's pretty easy. Uh, I love French toast. For some reason, I just love French toast, but I like the white powdered sugar instead of syrup. And I would love over easy eggs to where like it just kind of runs off. You know, you can soak it up with the bread. You know what I'm saying? I love that. And then bottomless mimosas. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that would be my breakfast. My, Maybe throw a little fruit on there, but that's okay. My my ideal yeah. breakfast and my ideal breakfast would be eating this and not getting fat. So that's part of it. What is this? <laughs> this is called biscuits and gravy. Wow. Biscuits and sausage gravy. Biscuits and sausage gravy and yuck. And mimosas without the juice. Okay, that's funny. That is the truth. <laughs> hold the juice on my it, mimosa. I was gonna say, is it called a mimosa if it doesn't have juice? In it, it is, just hold the juice. Amen. Okay, so I can't wait for my husband to answer this question. This is oh, the Lord. deep question. What is something you're not good at? <laughs> oh, dude, that's hard to answer right there. Come See, on. I knew it. Like this, this you should ask your spouse this. This will determine, determine if they have a pride issue. What's something I'm not good something at? Something you're not good at. Oh, I know. What? Directions. Oh, that is so true. I am not. Well, actually, okay. So see Here in my mind, Here we go. see in my mind, I'm actually very good at directions because if I say go left, then guess what? You gotta guaranteed, go right. you, guaranteed you're going right. So like, I don't know why that is. We'll go off the exit and I'm like, Cindy, we go east or west or whatever. And if I say west, she's like, no. And then we go east. I'm like, well, of course. Like, what the freak? It irritates me. I am not. Yeah. Good what are you not good at? At cleaning up. <laughs> I'm good at cleaning, like deep cleaning. I am not yeah, good at cleaning not up. Not cleaning up, picking up. Whatever, it's yeah. the same. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not. You're not good at picking. up. I do up. not like picking up. You do not. Just leave it. But that's that's how I romanticize you. I pick up after you. <laughs> it is. It well. It is ah, how you romanticize. See there. No, you cannot call that romanticizing. <laughs> like that is sad. To the pick up. To pick up after you. Yes, that is just being nice. That okay. is that is loving me. It's not romanticizing me. That is that is a terrible excuse. <laughs> I, I that is so bad. I can't. I'm glad it's on rec recording. It's recorded. Okay, so where is the one place you want to go before you die, and why? Oh my gosh! I got it. When we go, yeah, go ahead. So right before 2020, we had planned an entire year to go to the French Polynesian, Tahiti, mm, yeah, do yeah. A, a land like and sea. Overwater bungalow and all that. A land and sea tour, two weeks, mm. and it took a, it was very expensive. It took like an entire year to plan and pay for. Yes, it did. And I don't even know if we fully paid for it all by then, but it got shut down literally probably five days before we so flew so it was out. like a week, yeah, a week before we left. It, yeah. was, in, it was crazy. And so uh, luckily my husband worked very hard to get all the money refunded, and then we were like sitting pretty. It's <laughs> like, yeah. wow, how much like, did we spend yeah, How much did we trip? actually spend on this trip? Absolutely. Wow. But, um, so you'd like to go back to Tahiti? I didn't go there. Or you would like, okay. Cool. I, I would I'm like sorry. to go there and do the same you would like type to of trip before we die. Gotcha. Uh, I think for me, sitting here thinking about that, I would like to go probably get baptized in the Jordan. 
Wow. I'll film it. Yeah, like I would do that. So Before as, as far as any other place, I don't really care. I'll go anywhere. Last question. Have you heard the dog? Is I it did. a dog? I think so. That. Wow, that is the dog. Okay, so. Okay, last question. Last question. What do you consider cheating? Because I know mine. What do I consider cheating? Yeah. Like, is that like in a relationship? For me, what do you consider cheating? Or like yeah, what, do you, what would period? you consider me cheating? Like at a game or like I don't understand. I need I need I need to be more specific. Okay. What's so my jeopardy? What's the jeopardy thing for that? Alex, cheating be, in a marriage. Oh. Cheating. Not cheating at Uno, which he does all the time. Well, that's sometimes, why he asked. Sometimes you just lay a I couple can't cards down. I can't even believe you went there. Like that oh, is I didn't know. Well, like yeah, about. well you got you gotta get to be a little bit more specific. I shouldn't. Uh, what do you consider what cheating? What do I consider cheating in a marriage? And why? Oh my gosh, girl, that's deep. Hurry I mean, up. it should that's be pretty it simple. Deeper. The cheating in a marriage for me, um, I don't know. I think there's there's a, a line, and you just can't cross that line. So that line is, I mean, obviously, right? You don't need the uh, physical, physical, anything physical with anyone else. But I think there's also. I do really me, believe there's also think? there's an emotional. If you have an emotional connection with another guy, to where you are, to where you are kind of where I can feel that you're kind of into him, then I would almost consider that cheating on me. Into him, how? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, there's a like I don't know. I think sometimes you can tell. You know that I think there's okay. A, so here's what I think. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. That's a that's a hard question, girl. So like for me, it's not. If you don't, if you don't talk, do the physical intimacy because that's obvious. I'm not for yeah, for women. Okay. It's more emotional. If you have yeah. conversations okay. about your family or definitely about me with okay. another female, okay. you cheated. There is no way. Uh, you no should, way. Yep, Come yep, on. Yeah. Just to have you, a conversation about a family. About me. Or about you? Yeah, like emotional convert. Did I cheat on you? You have cheated on me. You've had an emotional affair. You cannot be BFFs or really good friends no, with another you can't female. Do that. No. And you can't be upset with your wife and go talk to a female about it. No. No, Negative. I don't. No, I don't think that don't, that doesn't mean you're cheating. Uh, would you like if I but, was upset with you and I found well, a male at, w- okay, at our workplace? Okay, but listen, listen. Okay, you getting worked but, up? No, it's but fair. Listen, What's fair is fair. I know. Here's my point. What I just said is, if you see your partner, whether that's a male or female, doesn't matter. If you see them, or you feel like they are literally kind of into someone else and you know what that we all know what that means i don't know with a female like, that's different so no, i'm sorry because girls y'all I'm can not, i'm not no. gonna be into the person if you get a guy that, get, that is giving me emotional like support i'm not gonna be into him that some, actually but, happens later and if you don't okay. understand that then you're caught up in it and that's why women are way more particular if there is a man having conversations or is really good friends with a female at work that is an like that can lead to an affair. You don't need a okay, work but that's wife. Not, that's you not cheating. Need... That could lead to it. No. So you need to be watchful no, for that. No, I consider that cheating. Do that. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. Audi. Okay. Well, that's. And you, you got to understand that. that now because look at my history. Well, because some guys. Well, I understand that, baby. But you have to understand also, like, there needs to be a there need. We've talked about this before. 
Okay, especially men, never uh, talk to another female especially about your wife. You period. need to have guardrails and you need to be a watchtower. That's what you need to no, do as to a man, man, as a woman. You should never talk to another so, female about your wife. No, you shouldn't. Outside your mom. Talk to your mama. No. Right? Or an aunt. Yeah, you can talk to your mom. Or something along those lines. Yeah, I don't care if you talk to your mom or your aunt or your great-grandma. That's totally sure. But I will tell you, I would consider it cheating if you had an emotional relationship with another female where yeah, you discuss things that's about what I, our relationship. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean when I say you're kind of into it, like you're into that person. So... But set those Woo! set those watchtowers up. FTU guard that. Guard that. Let gotcha. us know your thoughts. FTUPLife.com. Check us out. Subscribe. Follow us. Insta. Spotify. We want to build, be better at marriage. If I say that correctly, be better at marriage. Get that sexual healing. Come on. <laughs>